Are we? Are, is this on? Is this on? I. Uh, God, this is like, this is day forty-five of, of isolation. It's just, it's just an absolute nightmare. Coronaviruses. Oh God, it's just, it's crazy outside. It's just taking down the world. God, I'm just, I'm starting to crack. My family and I have been sealed off in the house for like, I don't know, forty. I think forty-five, forty-six days. It's just, it's just an absolute nightmare. Spending that amount of time cramped in a house with a Jewish family. It's just an absolute nightmare, an absolute, absolute ordeal. Um, I think we ran out of food. We ran out of food like about a week ago. Things are starting to get really tough. Um, I, I haven't even, I haven't even seen the podcast in a couple of days. I think, I think one of my kids actually has has cooked and eaten the podcast. It's just, I, I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, we're completely out of food. I mean, I mean, we still have like, I think we have a case of lima beans left, but. Seriously, nobody's gonna eat that. I think we all would rather starve to death than eat fucking lima beans. Um, just I, I don't know how much more I can Ted. take. Ted, it's just uh, Ted. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you doing, man? It's it's crazy. It's a nightmare. The world is ending. It's Armageddon. It's doomsday. It's it's the what, coronavirus what is taking. What are you talking about? The, the coronavirus. Just because the 49ers what? lost doesn't mean it's that big of a deal. What are you talking about? The coronavirus has just completely destroyed civilization. There's like 60 cases in the U.S. What? No, no, like, like the world has ended, yeah? No, no, it's nice out. Uh, people still doing their thing. People going to work. People still in love with Baby Yoda. I mean, what are you talking about, man? But no, like, everybody's dying. Everybody's, everybody's like, isolated and quarantined and locked away in their houses, barricaded uh, themselves in their in their houses. No, no, not, not, not at all. The, the the only thing that that's empty is uh, theaters for Birds of Prey. That's it. Um, but that that's not what it said on 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 the news. What 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 news? Where, where are you getting your information? You know the news. You know like Alex Jones and Twitter and Doomsday dot com, Preppers dot com. You know the news. <laughs> that that's that's not news. That's that's. Alex Jones, dude, really? Come on, man. Come on, I was just I was just watching the news on the I was on the television. I turned on the television. I was watching the news on the television about like 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 there's hordes of like zombies running around. There's people wearing the skin of the dead. There's a guy with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire going around bashing people's this, skulls open. This news, this news, did 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 it say AMC in the bottom corner? It, it might have, yeah. That that's not news, man. That's the Walking Dead. Oh wait, wait, did the new season start? Yeah, yeah, it started. Oh shit. Um, man, man, I'm embarrassed. Um, I guess we should go ahead and just get started with the show. Show then. What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, but you might want to go find your cat first. Welcome to our quarterly edition of What About Now? What About Now? <laughs> quarterly edition, because I think that's about all we've been doing recently. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, every two months, and slightly more often, every every two months, but uh, if, you know, if it is... If I'm not mistaken, this is our third episode, including the one in September. <laughs> oh, I don't so know. From September to now, it's been a total of three episodes, hey? All I know is that we did one, or we posted one at the end of December... We're gonna post one 
end of February, beginning of March, so two months. So, look, we have our standard out, which is, <laughs> you know, it's the flu season. I'm not even going to use this whole, you know, upcoming pandemic thing. It's just, it's like, there, in case you didn't know, there is a, the flu season is in full swing. It's like ravaging us. Like, so my kids have been sick twice in the past two weeks. I'm like coming down with something now. Um, that's our standard. Like, we're at a commission because of illness and the flu is just really bad right now. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's 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 killed I think I believe about 14,000 people this flu season alone. Uh, it's that's pretty pretty severe. But uh, of course, what's on everyone's mind is coronavirus. So, and, uh, uh yeah. So t- today since, you know, dates are important, uh today is February 26th. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Wednesday, February 26th. And yes. uh, the latest update today is two things. Uh, one, the coronavirus is now officially on every continent of the world, with the exception of Antarctica. And two, there's officially more confirmed cases of coronavirus outside of China than inside of China for the first okay, time. Okay, so here's my, here's my plan. I'm going to go to Antarctica and put on a penguin suit... I don't. I don't mean a tuxedo. I mean literally, a penguin costume, and just hang out with the penguins. And I think that's how I'll write out the 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 storm, if you will. Hey, rem- remember the movie The Thing? That shit's down there. So really, I think you're better off with the coronavirus. I, I do because it was from 1982, and you were questioning me that I knew that I could pull that year out of my ass, if you recall. <laughs> It, it usually leads into some type of discussion about Wilfred Brimley when we bring it up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, diabetes. So, so um, I don't know if we've mentioned it before. I think we have on this podcast that you are quite the person who, shall we say, likes to be prepared in times of disaster. I don't want to say you panic. And I don't want to call you like a... a doomsday sayer so to speak but i do remember like y2k and <laughs> ebola and 9-11 and you know uh, britney spears at the halftime show with the super bowl all these big disasters you uh <laughs> you got ready for um the only thing i've gotten ready for is that i've i've stockpiled a lot of uh new pairs of underwear because I, I anticipate I'm going to be shitting myself quite a lot, but that's about it, really. Get back into life with the pens. <laughs> ah, man. Did you see, uh, so today, there was a, um, I, I didn't watch it because I refused to watch any press conference or anything where the president speaks because there's no yeah, point no. because no he point. he's incapable of telling the truth. There's just no point. But I, I heard today that there was some press conference, and he put, oh, old Mike Pence, you know, good, or sorry, good old Mike Pence in charge of the effort to, whatever, de- deal with the, um, yeah, deal with the coronavirus. Because when you think science, you think Mike Pence. Um, I, I, I found that I, I, I only read his press conferences. I don't, I can't watch them because, yeah. like. Like you, I'm just I'm too sick of that man to really sit there and put myself through it. But I will read. I I, I need to stay informed, so I will read these things. Um, but I found this interesting: is that uh, Mike Pence is 
so prepared to lead this uh, coronavirus uh, response because when he was governor of Indiana, he uh, oversaw a huge HIV outbreak in his own state. Nice. Which, which um, it was actually the worst, the state's worst outbreak of HIV, um, and it mainly was because. He slashed public health spending and delayed the introduction of needle exchanges, which which meant that intravenous drug users were sharing needles. See, my guess, my guess would have been that uh, it would have been the promotion of the "Pray Away the Gay" uh, program. I'm sure that helped as well. Now, I'm not again. So, when when was this? I'm not. I'm not trying to say that you know HIV is just you know a gay issue because it's not. It's an everybody issue, but. Back in the day, in the 80s, it started, obviously, in the gay community. But uh... Uh, I'm trying to see the, the actual dates of the... the, the uh, as much, it was later than the 80s. Uh, 2011, it looks like. So, yeah, so like, uh, all the, the, uh, the IV drug users who were at a higher risk for yeah. you know, diseases such no, I'm as sorry. HIV... It, he he. It says he laid the get the groundwork in 2011 as a congressman, when the House passed his amendment to defund Planned Parenthood. Then in 2013, as first year of governor, uh, the one Planned Parenthood closed in the wake of public health spending cuts. Since that particular Planned Parenthood was also the county's only HIV testing center, there was no longer a place for the county the county's 24,000 residents to get tested. So yeah, this he he's really really good at leading. Uh, uh, the, the 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 charge against uh, you know uh, contagious and terrible diseases. Well, it, it it sounds like he was following the the Chinese playbook of of fudging the numbers. So like, well, if we don't have any place to test them, that means we can't document them. So there must not be any cases. <laughs> kind of like China, like what what coronavirus? What are you talking? About? Everything's great here. All all we talk about is uh, the fact that we could put up a hospital in ten days, and that we're shaving uh, the, the the heads of the the female nurses to you know to help the fight. That you know, it's it's nothing but good news. And and also uh, as as a minor little footnote or put a little asterisk, um, you know, some epidemiologists think that they're underreporting the numbers by a factor of ten. That's how bad it is. Wow. Wow. Based upon, like, people smarter than myself crunching numbers and saying, you know, given, given what we know about it, um, the numbers should be ten times higher than what they're saying. <laughs> uh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> uh, but they are kind of a totalitarian regime, so... <laughs> You know, look at that giant! Look at that giant mushroom cloud over there. The Chinese are like, oh, it was just, uh, it was just some fireworks, you know. <laughs> you know, it's uh, we're having a little celebration, just you know, some fireworks. Wait, wait, but that's a mushroom cloud. Oh no, 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 no! It's just no, just fireworks. But see, here's the sad thing. It's like I, I think we kind of expect that from China, considering that they are a communist. You know, they're still a communist party led government and very totalitarian, very repressive of certain freedoms. But here's the thing. Do you would do you trust the Trump administration to be more forthcoming? If things were to go bad here, do you think that they would be completely, you know, open and honest about what was going on? You would have transparency or do you think there would be 
the same kind of fudging the numbers and masking of what was. Oh, going I don't. On. I don't trust anything the government says because don't you remember how? Um, um, what was it? Christine Todd Whitman, who was head of the EPA, said that the it was safe. The air was safe at Ground Zero. Do you remember that? Vaguely, vaguely. If vaguely. I, if I'm remembering the correct person, um, so don't trust anything that they say right. because the the air was not safe right. for the first responders. So as a general rule, don't when it when it comes to health related matters mm-hmm. they say everything's fun and they say now if they say oh everything's terrible you're fucked i would believe them but if they if they say hey everything's great i don't have anything to worry about that's when i worry now the the thing with ground zero uh, uh, let's i can't remember the, the exact state but the, the exact phrase but it goes something like uh never attribute to maliciousness what can be explained away with incompetence oh no sure yeah absolutely um so do you think that ground zero statement was a malicious intent like they knew that there was going to be a problem but they wanted the the guys to do their job anyway so they had hit it or do you think they didn't factor in the the potential cancer causing uh, material that was swarming the air there um I don't think there was. So you're saying it was like maliciousness versus. Was it was it maliciousness? Stupidity. You know, maliciousness would be knowing that there's a, a severe risk for long-term re- health-related issues and and masking it. Incompetence now, is not being aware of the, that possibility. And I would I would it, it, I would put that when it, without knowing the full story. No, I would put that in the column of incompetence, not maliciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the article right here. Former EPA head admits. She was wrong to tell New Yorkers post 9-11 air was safe. Christine Todd Whitman. Yeah, there you go. So just pulling that. Yeah. Out okay, of my so I, I so I think I, you know, and far be it for me to try to to defend anything under Bush administration or anything like that. But I think it, it's a, an incompetence is bad enough, and and it, it shouldn't be overlooked. But it's I think a little bit different than a government purposefully mis leading numbers or misrepresenting numbers because they're afraid it makes the party look bad that's to me that's maliciousness that's telling people an an out out lie because it's protecting yourself because i i think i think i think incompetence was was rampant in in the bush administration administration with with a fair dose of maliciousness but a lot of incompetence. I think the Trump administration is a fair amount of maliciousness with a good dash of incompetence. It's a it's it's like the inverse. <laughs> it's basically win the election at any cost because if he doesn't he's going to jail. So right. he it's in his best interest to win that election. And so whatever they have to say. So, you know, I mean if the economy tanks because of the 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 virus, the now which is now named the COVID nineteen virus, if the economy tanks, that's going to have a that that will impact his reelectability. Of course, and but so, and I saw some some a report on that today about the market tanking, and he's like someone's uh, the report the or the article was there's five reasons that the market's tanking, coronavirus is only one of them. So uh, something had to do with the bond market. Something had to do with uh, recession fears are starting to set in with some people. Um, some of it had to do with 
uh, fear of Bernie Sanders. Uh, let's be honest, that is not going to be your pro-Wall Street, pro-business kind of candidate. So I think there's a lot of those guys that are nervous with him leading. Um, and I think that's going to affect the market. And there was another one I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, but yeah, coronavirus, I think, is the obvious one right now, the obvious culprit in a about 2,000 point drop in three days <laughs> well, I have not checked my investments and you know what, I'm not going to there's no point really I, what, I, I'm gonna, what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on my roof or I'm going to find a nice tall building go under the roof and then take, you know, take my laptop with me go up there and I'm going to check my investments there because what could go wrong <laughs> what, could I po- what could I possibly see that would make me want to jump off the roof Somebody has always said there's a tweet for everything and how Trump always has a tweet that he sent out during, like, the Obama administration that, like, doubly applies to him. And one of the tweets they found was something that said, uh, any president that oversees a thousand-point drop in the, in the Dow in two days should resign immediately. Hmm. That was a Trump tweet? That was a Trump tweet from, I don't know when, like, 2013, 2014, something like that. Um, but... <laughs> he had a thousand point drop in a single day, so we're still waiting, Mr. Huh. Trump. <laughs> yeah, keep holding your breath. So, yeah. what else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to do? A, a lightning round. I mean, so again, just a lot of stuff as usual. Craziness going on. We have pestilence. We have. Um, we we've been off so long. Our last uh, podcast, Trump had just been impeached. You know, the, the the announcement of impeachment, and since our last podcast. He has been acquitted by the Senate by nobody's surprise. So I don't want to spend too much. Shocking. I don't want to spend too much time on that because it really, for us now, it is old news. We've kind of missed the uh, the sweet spot with that. But um, yeah, it's 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 amazing that you know no witnesses, no no testimony given. Um, We're gonna have to interrupt for a second because the po- I've. Just been joined by the podcast. I heard. I heard the podcast. I'm glad to see that it has not been eaten. <laughs> podcast has come, and she's standing right next to the microphone, so she might be, you know, ruining the recording. But I'm going to have to wait for the podcast to settle down. And probably still let this make it onto the air. But we're so happy that, in fact, the podcast is alive. We just wanted her to get the hell out of here so I can continue with the show. <laughs> All right, podcast. I, w- I want ahead. you to leave this. I want you to leave this in. Uh, don't don't cut it out. Leave it in. I want, okay. I want the podcast as part of it. So. Okay, but let me it's, get her to settle now. It's endearing. It gives you a human aspect you don't always display. Seriously, get out of here. Yeah, I love you. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> That's what my wife says to me every day as I leave for work. I love you. I love now, you fuck now, off. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay, so trying to get the, the podcast to, in fact, settle down. Oh, man. Anyway, so where were you? So I want to do a lightning round, a current event lightning round, because we're talking about the acquittal. But can we do a current event lightning round? Because there's just so much stuff. Okay, then, all right. Well we'll, well, we'll start with this lightning round. Um, no surprises. Impeachment went as we thought, with the exception of Mitt Romney. Thoughts on that? No, that's, no, no thoughts. This is a lightning round, you jackass. You still don't know how to do a lightning round. It's a lightning round. We just name shit. You say he was acquitted. That's your that's your answer. Now it's okay. my turn. Current He's event acquitted. lightning round. He's uh, acquitted. Obviously the primaries. All the Democrats, a hundred different 
Democratic debates and primaries. Your turn. Go. It's a lightning round. Mitt Romney voted him guilty? That's really part of the last thing you mentioned. That's, so you're, I want to talk about Mitt Romney, goddammit! We can't after we're done with the lightning round. Okay, <sighs> give me something. Give me a current event. Um, we've already talked about coronavirus. Oh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yes, very good. Harvey Weinstein convicted of sexual assault. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that that's a good one. Uh, I really don't. Um, Kobe Bryant, uh, sad. Oh Dude. yes, the uh, the death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and, and of course the daughter hit me harder. I'll be honest. So, and of course, the hurricane. The hurricane! The hurricane. We're legally required to end all lightning rounds with the hurricane. <laughs> I don't know. Probably a hundred other things happened, but just off the top of our head. I don't know. Who, oh, um, yeah. It's, it's been... I, I've been I've been involved in some personal stuff I haven't been able to really pay attention too much to to public affairs and the news and things like that. But that, those were the big things, though. Those were the... Um, you know, obviously the, the Super Bowl, the, yeah. the political stuff, the big political stuff, the... The the soon to be pandemic, uh, yeah. a hundred you know a hundred scandals in the Trump administration. Uh, oh, I I did see that. Um, we didn't mention this. I, I forgot. Uh, I saw this. Uh, that um, Trump is suing the New York Times today. They, they he he's filed wow. a lawsuit. Yeah. So. Oh, the remember the Australian wildfires. Yes, did we did we cover that? Did we ever cover no, that? That was in January, we, wasn't it? In January, uh, it might have been. It might have been. I I never know when uh, when um, our podcast ended and this one started. What happened in between? So it's if we didn't mention Australia, then yeah, Australia like burned down. So yes, Australia. Um, that was horrible. This the the wildfires and and and. The, 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 the wildlife just you see him dead on the side of the road in some of those videos just it's tragic um, uh, yeah all right, so it's heart rending <laughs> hang on alright so let's keep it moving uh, if we can't think of anything else for the lightning round let's talk about Mitt Romney let's go back okay so Mitt Romney it's like I, I've given him shit when he's deserved shit and there are plenty of times where he has deserved shit. Um, there are other times when things he said, I think, did get a little twisted out of context. I think the binders full of women thing was a little overplayed. Um, I had more issue with him not standing behind his record of, of uh medical insurance reform in, in the state of Massachusetts, which was basically the model for Obamacare, and letting the party basically disown his own program. Uh, I found him to be a flip-flopper and a waffler at times, and to, to lack the necessary spine, I think, that he should have. Um, but he did the right thing this time, and I think whenever we call these people out for doing the wrong thing, and we do it all the time, we need to call them and give them credit when, when they do the right thing. Um, and I think it's relatively safe. He's a, a, he's very popular in Utah. He's, he's Mormon in a heavily Mormon state. I don't think he's going to 
lose re-election. I think that gives him more leeway than a lot of other politicians have in the Republican Party. But that still being said, I mean, let's give him credit. He stood up. He is the the new Maverick. He's the uh, John McCain replacement, I think. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to agree with Mitt Romney. I'm I'm still probably going to think 80% of his policies are shit. You know, but uh, trust me, I'd much rather have had him than Donald Trump. And don't you think it's quaint how, like, if we had a, how a, a, a statement like binders full of women back then was scandalous mm-hmm. compared to what we have now? Grabbing by the pussy? Yeah. We went from binders full of women to grabbing by the pussy. So. <sighs> and, and one of the things that I hear conservative commentators say, which maybe I'm going to give them that maybe they have a slight point is maybe our overreaction to things like binders full of women helps enable this kind of crap today. Like the... Because people are sick of it. Yeah. But on the other foot, what these conservative commentators need to know is that you're constantly calling Barack Obama a socialist who was, by definition, a fucking centrist, dude. His policies were about center, slightly left to center as you can get. He worked capitalism and insurance into his health insurance policy. It, there, was, there was nothing socialist about that. Um, the, the fact that they, for years, called Barack Obama socialist and socialist policies and slipping into communism, you know, that, that shit gives you Bernie Sanders. So now you're going to know what socialism is. Because that looks like who we're trying to elect, which I still don't think we're going to have him as a candidate. But. So then, who do you think it's going to be if it's not going to be Sanders? Who's your pick? Who do you think? Right. Okay, so two questions: who do you who do you want, and who do you think will be the nominee? Who do I want is the person that I wanted from the beginning, and the person I've actually donated to her campaign is Elizabeth Warren. I think she's the only one that actually thinks through policy, comes up with actual answers, and does her homework. I want. I want the Democrats' version of Hermione Granger to win. Yeah, I, but that's, what that's I want. also a quaint notion. Competent leaders—that's a quaint notion. Well, I'm not giving up on. There's some things that should be eternal, and that's one thing I want. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna back with my vote. I'm gonna back with my my dollars. The, uh, the, um, the one that I think is actually the most qualified and, and, and expert candidate, and that's Elizabeth Warren. But who do you think is gonna win? I'm very interested in seeing what happens in the next few states. Because here's here's the thing. I think a lot of people read into what happened in Iowa and New Hampshire and Nevada. And it's easy to be really behind Bernie right now as far as being the front runner. But I recall him doing relatively some of the same things early on in his last uh, campaign bid against Hillary. And then he hit the South, and he hit a fucking wall. Um, Bernie did not translate well to the South. He did not translate well to minority voters. I know he translated well to the Latino community in Nevada. Um, So maybe that's changing. But I really want to see what he does with African-American voters in the South. Because he did not do well last time. And early things I'm hearing is that South Carolina does not look like they're behind Bernie. Okay, so, so answer the fucking question then. That's I don't a know. giant dodge. Who do you think is going to win? 
I, the, the honest, the, I, I honestly don't know. I think, I think somebody's going to have to drop one. We've got basically two camps. We've got the really progressive camp, which is Sanders and somewhat Warren, and we've got the moderate centrist, which is Biden and and Cole Blocker and Buttigieg, and and someone's going to have to drop out, and and then I'll I'll, I'll have a better idea. Um, if Biden plays as well in the South as I think he can. Yeah, I think it's going to be Biden. All right, President Biden. Well, no, no, uh, candidate Biden. I still think Trump's, Trump's going to win re-election. Well, that depends on how the economy is. Uh, what else? So I don't get too I don't get too bogged down. I'm so I'm so sick of hearing about it. I just want. Oh, by uh, the way, I don't I don't know if 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 you caught uh, something, but I said I'm backing her with my vote and my dollars with Elizabeth Warren. Uh-huh. Uh, if anybody knows in the state of Florida, it's a closed primary. You can only vote for the person in the party you registered for. And I think I've mentioned it before on the show, but I have been a registered Republican since I registered to vote when I was 18 years of age. That is no longer we... the that is no longer the case. When did, did you just change it recently? I changed it in January. I put in my change of party affiliation. Wow. I am now, for the first time in 30 years of voting, a registered Democrat. I have voted Democrat before. Um, I voted independent before. Um, I, uh, I voted in the Republican primary in 2016. I voted for Marco Rubio, mainly to stop Trump. That did not work. <laughs> uh, but I am now a registered Democrat. There is nothing left in the Republican Party for me. At all. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I also have some news. Um, I've been a registered Democrat my whole, my whole life, but I decided to have a little fun, you know, strictly for comedic purposes. I went down to the local where the fuck you go for the, to, reg- to change your registration for this joke. Um, and I changed my registration... It's called online, by the way. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, na- I'm a national socialist now. Yes, You're I'm a Nazi. So- sweet, yes. sweet. I'm a Jew, and I'm a member of the Nazi party. There you okay. go. Well, I'm, I, I'd, I'd think of something funny to say, but I'm, I don't want to wor- burn through my lips <laughs> so I get it past uh, quickly. So. It's, it's, it's barely out of February, but... Okay, so... So who do you, I don't know who do you, who do you think the nominee for the the Nazi Party the American Nazi Party is going to be there? Bobby Fischer. <laughs> Leading into our last conversation from last podcast. <laughs> the correct answer is Donald Trump. Ah, there you go. All right, no, I'm still Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am now as well. So. Uh, my intention welcome. is is on primary day to vote for Elizabeth Warren. And Good I for gave, you. I, I actually donated a small amount of money. I don't have a lot to donate to political candidates, but I do believe that, unfortunately, money is the thing that runs campaigns, and they need it. So I'd much rather my small amount do something than Goldman Sachs run the show. So. <sighs> All right. I don't. Um, think, I don't think she's going to win. I I really wish it were. She's to me. Every time I see her, she looks like. She's by far the most qualified person on that debate stage and on the campaign trail, and I think the things that they hold against her, like her, the thing with the Native American ancestry and stuff, it's just silly. But you know, well, she's been she's been on my radar since 
before she was a senator, when she was head of the the uh, consumer watchdog group. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it yeah. because she used to go on Bill Maher, uh, the Bill Real Time with Bill Maher all the time. That's why she popped on my yep. radar. I do remember that. And then she. I watch. I watch him fairly regularly. Yeah, I haven't watched him in about a year or so now. Yeah, I still try to watch him. He's great. Yeah. So. Speaking of watching things, you want to do a quick thing of a quick uh, Netflix update or TV updates? Talk about what we've been watching or anything, anything. And that's apartments. Uh, I haven't watched uh, nothing. <laughs> I have. Uh, been very busy uh, taking care of an ailing mom and getting her moved and prepared for a new life for herself and that's been weighing heavily on me in my time uh, but uh, since the last podcast um, since I'm the Star Wars guy uh, I'll give just quick quick reviews of, of two things. I saw Rise of Skywalker um, I'm not going to really delve deep into it. I'm not doing a Last Jedi type episode like I did. Um, I will say it was my least favorite of the new Star Wars movies since Force Awakens. That includes Solo. Um, It was my least favorite of that. It was my least favorite of this trilogy by far. Um, I did not like the way that it pretty much was the exact opposite of The Last Jedi. It, it, it seemed to... Oh, you guys... Some of you guys had problems with The Last Jedi or didn't like it? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and retcon and just do the opposite of all that. And I I, I did not like that. Um, there were parts of the movie that I did enjoy. It wasn't thoroughly terrible. I, I wouldn't even say it was terrible at all. Um, there were parts that I enjoyed, and like I said, even bad Star Wars, I always find something to like in bad Star Wars. Um, but it was disappointing. It was a disappointing mm. way to end that trilogy, uh, and um, the only thing that kind of made me feel better about Star Wars was when they were disappointing us in the movies, they were making me very happy on TV with The Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian was a lot of fun. Um, it is a simple show. Um, it's not overly complex. There's not a lot of convoluted characters or stories. Um, but what it does, it does very well. It's fun. It's well-paced. Um, the characters are interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It does delve into some mythology and some things that are seen in other media of Star Wars like um, the animated series like Clone Wars and Rebels uh, there's some things that are a little nods to that which for geek fans like myself are, are a lot of fun um, but it was a nice well quick paced eight episodes of about 40 minutes long each and I really enjoyed it alright haven't seen a single episode of The Mandalorian but I have seen the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I don't remember a damn thing from it. Yeah, everybody was down on it. Uh, I thought it was fine. I wasn't shocked. I read, you know, some theory years ago about, you know, the big reveal about the heritage of Ray that I won't spoil. In case there's still somebody that hasn't seen the movie. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that didn't shock me. Um, it just disappointed me. Um wasn't the most dis- actually wasn't even the most disappointing thing about that movie, but it, it was one of the 
handful of disappointing things about it. Uh, it yeah, I, I just felt lazy. really did. Um, and I think we've had a two-month window since the movie came out. I think spoilers are, are off now. But if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, you can pause here and maybe come back, you know, fast forward like 30, 60 seconds, because we're not going to spend too much longer on it. Nah, but, no, you don't have to pause. We're done talking about this. You just said you're not going to do a review of it, and now you're doing a review of it. Why not? It's, it's been two months. Nah, I think it's, nah, it's not even worth it. When, like, when do look, we live? Okay, when do you lift an embargo on a movie? No, I'm not saying that I'm worried about spoilers. I'm just saying that, like, you ju- you just said we're not going to do a review of it. Now you're doing a review a review of it. So like, well, I'm not going to do an hour long is... review. You no, know, we're arguing no, no. more. You know, if you just let me finish the sentence, we would have been done already. But now I'm still going to go ahead and finish my sentence just to spite uh, you. Go ahead. I really think her being a nobody was a much more powerful message and a much more in uh, enlightening one for a new generation of Star Wars fans than her being a Palpatine. It felt like they once again decided to be slavish to the old Star Wars fans and still try, instead of trying to build a new fan base. And that was my problem. And I think that's what a lot of old fans didn't like about The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi threw the gauntlet down and said the death grip that the 40 plus year old Star Wars fans have on this franchise needs to end. It needs to be for other people. It needs to be for everybody. We need to go ahead and let new generations enjoy this and stop being these these gatekeepers of this franchise. And there was such backlash against that that this movie decided, let's go ahead and count out to the gatekeepers again. And it just reversed course. And that's you, what I have a problem with. What, what do you mean? Who are these gatekeepers? You mean because... The, the the fact that they kept like lineage, they kept ties to the characters in the original they can't, trilogy. They, they, it's fine keeping a, a, a thread uh, to to the original stuff that comes along. It's fine having running themes and and, and and you know familiar faces come through and stuff like that. What I'm talking about is this this idea that we had established in the old Star Wars movies that. The Skywalkers were the special ones. This was all about the Skywalkers and their royalty and stuff like that. I I really dug the idea of Rey being Rey from nowhere, Rey being no one. I it the whole theme of that movie was that anybody can be special. It doesn't take. It's not based on your heredity. Heredity. It's not based on your bloodline. Anybody can be special. It could be. The scavenger in the desert. It could be the stable boy on on a on a uh, casino planet. Anybody can be special if given the opportunity, and I liked that. It was a democratization of the force that I thought was really beautiful. But that movie got such backlash, and the gatekeepers are people our age that absolutely positively refuse to see Star Wars change from what they know it to be. It's not allowed to evolve. It's not allowed to adapt. You can't have too many women. You can't have too many people of color. It's got to be the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't allow it to grow. It doesn't allow it to get new fans. And it stifles it and eventually kills it. And this movie seemed to play into that and and, and feed those fans. From everything from making Rey a Palpatine. Sorry, I ruined it. Making Rey a Palpatine. What? She's a Palpatine? Yeah, and then calling herself Skywalker at the end of the fucking movie. I'm Rey Skywalker. You know, everything from that 
to basically erasing Kelly Marie Tran's character of Rose Tico, just completely removing it, and giving us some lame excuse that, oh, she was in the Carrie Fisher scenes, blah, blah, blah. It was just... Everything they did felt like they took a step back from what they were trying to do in the second movie. And I understand it was divisive, and I understand there's a good portion of the Star Wars community that doesn't like it, but by doing the exact opposite of it, it just made a muddled mess. And I, I, I'm sorry, it, 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 it disappointed me greatly. But they brought back Harrison Ford. Who had the best quote this week when he was doing his uh, tour uh, for Call of the Wild. They said something about, what do you think about being brought back as a Force ghost? He said, I don't know what a Force ghost is, and <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> the best Harrison Ford quote, because he always has the best ones, so... Um, yeah. And also, um, how does he feel about his fifth Indiana Jones movie? <sighs> it feels like he's getting paid. That's how I feel. I think that, I think, wasn't that the whole reason why he did the new trilogy is so that he could get a new Indiana Jones movie? I kind of figured that was like the trade-off there. Like, I don't want to do a stupid movie. Oh, wait, I can do another Indiana Jones movie? Okay, I'll do it. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I after Crystal Skull. I'm not really looking forward to Indiana Jones. I, I, can I be honest? I'm kind of getting tired of the same old, same old. You know, I I'm tired of rehashes and reboots and sequels and stuff like that. Hey, so there's a Matrix Four coming out and a new Bill and Ted's movie. You excited about that? <laughs> not as much as I am about the remake of Ghostbusters this summer. It's not a remake. It's a part three, dude. Oh, okay. Is it it's a Ghostbusters three? Are they going to show it, uh, the trailer for it uh, during the Top Gun 2 movie? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're going to show it during Mission Impossible 23. You know, you're, you're a music guy, and I, I think I'll, I'll put it into terms that, that you really dig, and that is you don't listen to, I'm sure, a lot of over-the-air radio like the classic rock stations, unless you don't have a choice. You probably don't. You probably stream or have Sirius or something no, like there's, that. No, there's actually this great local radio station that I listen to. It's a college radio station. I've discovered so many great artists. Okay, okay, so, well, okay, that's a college radio station. That's a little different than what I'm talking about. What I'm talking it's not about your is your corporate, normal corporate, yeah, no. yeah iHeart Radio, no. yeah, or Clear Channel. They Correct. literally, their their classic rock stations will literally have a library of about 700 songs. Most people's phones have more than 700 songs. You literally hear the same stuff over and over and over again. They never branch out. They 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 don't vary. They they've actually sent memos to uh, around about we're not playing the uh, like it, you know it was like. A few years ago, Springsteen had a new album out, and the, basically they uncovered a memo where it says the directive was that we're not playing it because they want to hear the old stuff. They won't even play like new music from classic artists because it's got to be within the parameters of what they think people want to hear because it's the same songs they've heard for 30, 40, 50 years over and over and over and over again. And people find comfort in that. There's a there's a, a large segment of the population that likes that and wants that, and they want to hear Stairway to Heaven and Highway to Hell. Well, and is that because the people, the age group of the people list, actually listening to radio are really old people? Because to young people, first of all, they listen to the radio in the car. Second of all, do millennial, millennials even have cars? So it, they're playing to their, their demo. 
Well, you have. Well, look, you have. You have to realize that you know, some people don't always have the economic means to do anything besides over-the-air stuff. So it, it doesn't necessarily. And, and and poverty isn't a age-restricted type thing. So some people may have smartphones, but they don't have enough data or can afford enough data to stream music. They definitely won't have serious radio. Um, so they'll probably just listen to whatever's over the air. Intriguing. Yeah, I mean, it, it still exists for a reason. <laughs> if nobody ever listened to it, they would not exist. So somebody's got to be listening. And they're still doing all, you know, but Darren, top, top 40 and but, hip-hop radio stations and stuff like that. Hold so. on, hold on. I think you're onto something here. What if, and hear me out here, but what if nobody's listening? What if... This all this program is going out. What about this, this quality programming is going out over the airwaves? People working so hard to put out enjoyable content, and what if just nobody's listening? Huh. What if? I wonder what that would be like. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be awful. If you know, if somebody spent like a couple of years doing something, you know. Try to do it monthly. Really? Sometimes, sometimes doing it, you know, pouring their soul into it, or try pouring monthly, their, you know, pouring their heart and soul. Really, kind of, it. kind of uh, taking some thought into it and, and kind of workshopping a couple of skits here and there. Or, you know, wow, if 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 that happened, and and if I created something like that and nobody ever listened, I, I just I just might drink myself to death. Well, it's a good thing that we don't have to worry about that. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Richard? <laughs> hey, Rich. A good time to do it. Maybe that's a good segue for some housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping, yes. Housekeeping. Oh, right. Because we're trying to do an we're, we're trying to do an abbreviated episode. Yes. And we so are. Uh, maybe you know, move it along. We touched on some current events. Let's do a little housekeeping, and I have like one segment. So let's, if you remember, uh. uh we're looking for a listener prime. What's a listener prime? Somebody we can bounce ideas off of or oh incorporate into the show. Yes. Ask listener questions. Prime. Listener, prime. listener prime. Anybody who doesn't know us is not affiliated with us in any way. Never please, met us. Please contact us. We have say, wonderful prizes for you. And how can they contact us, Ted? Uh, well, there's an email. There's Darren and Ted at gmail.com. D a r i n a n d t e d at gmail dot com, or you know, um, direct message on Twitter or Facebook. There was a rumor that you can do that. I've never actually done that. <laughs> you run a very mean Twitter account, by the way. People follow us on Twitter. It, it, it Ted is doing a hell of a job. That, well, thank that, you. That that is him. I I. I I keep meaning to jump in and, and, and contribute, but I, I never do, and, and Ted is doing a hell of a job. So if, if for any other reason, if you don't even have time to listen to a podcast in the car or something, jump on the whole Twitter and follow What About Now Pod on Twitter. He's at What About Now Pod. At What About Now Pod, yeah. At What About Now Pod on Twitter. I take... Have a few laughs that way. <laughs> that just takes a few minutes. You don't have to take an hour or two in the car to listen. I love Twitter. It's completely overtaken my life now. Yeah, I, I like writing silly jokes on Twitter. Yes, do do this, and I I, I I'm gonna try to jump in the future. So so if stuff's really funny, it's Ted. If it's not funny, it's probably me. But you know, I might try to jump in here in a little bit and and, and, and try my hand at it. But 
right now, it's Ted. He's doing a great job. He's working his Thank ass you. off. Give him a follow. Read some tweets. Tweet back at him. Don't troll him. He he he, he doesn't he doesn't need to be trolled. So I'm neglecting my life, neglecting my children. I don't I don't bathe frequently. I just sit around yeah. tweeting. That's it. So um. But yes, contact us through one of these various methodologies to contact us, and you can win what we call the Crab Cash. A box of assorted sundries that we've started accumulating since the beginning of our podcast that will be yours free. Free of charge. Now, what what are we going to add to the the cash this week, this episode? I'm going to add a dust mask. For putting Ooh, over your wow. face to protect yourself from coronavirus. Oh my because god! You've just, you've just wait, hold on. You've just doubled the value of the crap cash I, from one cent to two uh, cents. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. I care about our listeners so much. I want to protect them. So you will have a little dust mask to put over your face to protect you from coronavirus. Coronavirus. Well, that's pretty and the is it, wait, is this is is this going to be a used one or a new no? One? No, it'll, it'll be new. I I, I actually okay. have a box of dust masks that I keep for doing work and stuff like that. So I I'm prepared for coronavirus already, but I will take one out of that box unused, and you can be, feel free to wow. put it over your face and protect yourself from somebody coughing in it. So see now, now I'm worried that somebody's gonna. Uh, DM us just not give a shit about the show. They're just gonna. They're just trying to get a hold of the the free dusk mask. Whatever it takes, but you got to tell us yeah. something about the show. You got to say well, something about what you like, what you hate, something. Oh, and, well, the and fra- also the phrase that pays. Yeah, the phrase that pays because I'm still kind of amped up over the whole Rise of Skywalker, and it, it really got me going. The phrase that pays this time, and pardon the French, the phrase that pays is not a fucking Palpatine. That's the phrase that pays. Yeah. Sounds like you're having palpitations. Ha! 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 Uh, let's see. All right, not, not a Palpatine. You win a desk mask, and you become our listener prime, and we'll incorporate you into our show somehow. And oh, what else? Uh, do you want to do a trending topic? You want to wrap things up with? The, I have a. Let's do. Let's just wrap up with a couple segments. So. Oh, okay. Well, Asian... let's let's do let's let's. I've got I've got two things. Uh, one a personal story. One our a normal segment. Uh, but we can go through them quick, both of them. So okay, so uh, do your quick uh, story, and then I'll do. Uh, then we'll do seg- We'll end up with segments because you have a segment, I have a segment. Where we'll end with the trending topic. Okay, so my, my 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 personal story is that everybody knows that trolls exist on the internet. Um, anyone who's ever been on the internet knows that there are people there who just live to make people's life miserable. Um, what I didn't expect is the trolls can pop up in some unexpected places. So I recently, right before Christmas, uh, I was actually Cyber Monday, Amazon had a great deal on the Ring Doorbell. Uh, and the Ring Doorbell is that thing where you hook up and you can see who's coming at your door. And I know I there's... Can't believe- I can't I, believe you were going to join the surveillance state. Oh my god! Yep, you got a ring, Jesus! I sure am. I want to see. Do you know anything about? House. Do you know? Do you know yes, anything I know about, about hell? I know they get hacked. Blah blah blah. No, 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 no. There's secret agreements between Amazon and local police departments where they can just tap into your feed without your permission. Did, oh, you didn't know about that, Mister? Did you? Well, I still would rather watch to see who's coming to my door and what my kids are doing in the front yard than necessarily, you know, care. Okay, so. They're tapping in to see if 
you know, a suspect went down the, my street. So, yeah. I, am I happy about the, the loss of privacy? No, but uh, in this particular case, I'm giving up a little privacy for a little security. That's a choice I'm making. So. And you know what uh, Ben Franklin said about that, right? Yeah, or maybe he, it's Thomas Jefferson. He didn't have two little girls, so fuck Ben Franklin. Anyway, <laughs> was it Tom, was it Thomas Jefferson? One of those guys, one of those founding fathers said, um, "Those who give up uh, liberty for security deserve neither." I think it was one of those two. I should probably figure out who said that. So, so I take it you're not going to ever get a ring doorbell. Nope. 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 So, you, tell me about this troll. Go ahead. Well, anyway, you know, I, I I just have to say, I very I find it very strange. Mister Panic about everything wouldn't have something like that. But I guess you're just panicking about a different aspect of it. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> so, so I got the ring doorbell, and you know, it looks out on my street and gives a little tingling. But the 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 good thing about the ring doorbell is. You can be kind of part of a community. So, like, other people in your neighborhood have the ring doorbell. They can post certain things, like, uh, you know, does anyone recognize this guy? Blah, blah, blah. In my neighborhood, it's a, it's a nice neighborhood. So, the two big things have been stray dog, cat in my yard, or I'm missing a dog or cat. In fact, my cat ran away for a day, and I posted on the ring door, you know, post, has anyone seen this cat? My cat was in the yard. He came back. He was hiding the whole time, but, you know, he wasn't gone for long. But I posted a kind of a lookout for my cat on the ring doorbell thing. Uh, the other thing that's popular in the neighborhood is apparently there's a bobcat that keeps triggering these ring doorbells in my neighborhood. So wow. <laughs> we get to see a lot of bobcat videos. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But what happened on, it was actually yesterday, was somebody posted a picture of a lot of police activity, a lot of police cars, and it was near a school. It just so happened to be the school where my wife works and my kids attend. So I obviously became very interested all of a sudden in this conversation, what was going on. So I could, you know, I'm reading the comments. Somebody posted the picture. Does anyone know what's going on? I start reading the comments and most of the the comments say the school's on yellow alert, lockdown, suspicious package, something like that. Now, I know enough about how the schools work and operate that they don't take any chances. So just because they're on lockdown doesn't mean there's really any cause for concern. And just because somebody found a suspicious package doesn't mean it's a bomb. They're going to take an overabundance of caution and make sure the kids are safe and just make, you know, Call the cops and take care of the package the way it should be. Which is what they ended up doing. So my logical brain is in control this entire time, and I'm not really panicked. Then the troll popped up on our little the troll. the troll popped up on a little neighbor page on the ring doorbell. Now this isn't going out to the whole global community. This is That's people. still the internet. Whoa, 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 whoa. But it's still the internet. It's but it's it's restricted to the area. It's it's like its own little chat room. So it's oh, restricted. Sure it it's it's it, it's restricted to the area. Geographic of location. What, yeah, the geographic location of what it's doing. So, and everyone's got anonymity. It's you're identified as neighbor. Oh sure, you do. Okay. Wow. 44. Wow. Oh my God! Look at all the shit I'm hearing. Oh, it's just 
us. Everybody's anonymous. Wow. As far as when it's posted, what I see is neighbor 22, neighbor 44, neighbor whatever. I don't neighbor see 69. names. Probably. How many neighbor 69s are there? Uh, not enough. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't see names. I, I don't see addresses. I just see generalized area, neighborhoods. User, and, usernames, and, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and, but the username is always neighbor and a number. They, we don't adopt usernames. So... One of them who gives, said, who choose, wait, who chooses the number? I'm assuming the Ring website. It's a, just a default you, number. So you didn't choose the number? No, I didn't even choose the number. So. Okay, so you were assigned yes, I'm neighbor, neighbor 69. Yeah, I wish. But I'm not. I don't even, I think I'm neighbor 44 or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, well, Don't give out personally identifying information. Yes, uh, everyone knows I'm neighbor 44 now. So, And I don't even think I'm right with the number, so I didn't give out anything. So, <laughs> anyway, so, like I said, the comments are pretty level-headed. Most people on there are helpful until this guy decides to go ahead and pipe in with, there was a school shooting. Ouch. Yeah, there was a school shooting. I remember my wife works at this school and my two daughters, seven and five-year-olds, go to this school. Now, he was pretty much met with, that's not true, that's misinformation, don't spread it, or anything like that. And my logical, non-lizard brain, which was in control at you know 99% of the capacity at the time, was like, yeah, that's bullshit. But that 1% lizard brain got a little bit stronger as time went on. To the point where I actually Google school shoot, school shooting to see if there's anything going on anywhere in the fucking world. <laughs> and to the point of where I text my wife. Hey, I hear you're on lockdown. Is everything good? It takes her 45 minutes to get back to me. And in that 45 Jeez. minutes, that lizard brain got stronger and stronger and stronger. Even though I knew well and good that this was a troll that this was not the case, that everything else, every comment else seemed very logically to say that this was a suspicious package, which it was, and that everything was under control, that fucking troll on a little community page that's there designed for us to communicate with each other for problems, or in this case, lost pets and bobcats, uh, by the way, they might be connected, I just wanted to put that out there, uh, <laughs> Uh, he decided he or she but I'm going to say he because most of the time these trolls are fucking guys because we're pieces of shit most of the time uh, he decides to go ahead and, and, and put that out there for, for, for me to ponder over for 45 minutes so thank you neighbor 22 I hope you so did you respond I hope you did fucking you... get coronavirus so. did you yeah I did no, I, I, I did I did I, but I kept it calm because I don't, you know, you don't feed trolls that way, you know. You don't get to the fight. I basically, after I got confirmation from my wife that it was indeed suspicious package, I put on the thing, my wife is a teacher at the school, got confirmation that, you know, it's suspicious package, police were there, took care of it, everyone's safe, the school's off lockdown, back to normal business, everyone's fine. And to whoever posted that it was a school shooting, school shooting, know that your careless comments can have real world 
implications and that they can affect people, especially those with loved ones at the school. What if it turns out that our listener Prime is also the person who posted that onto the Ring message board? How would you feel about that? Uh, if I find out they're one and the same, uh, I will hand deliver the Kappa crash to you. I'm going to hand deliver it to you. Face to face. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Face to face. So, uh, so, first of all, how do you know this wasn't just some Russian, some Russian troll? Because the Russian trolls are everywhere. I'm we're not going to blame the Russians for everything, are we? <laughs> Why not? Because that it's lazy. It's lazy. Uh, the North Koreans? And, 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 no. And, and, and I want to be one of the... I think I put this on record before. I'm going to put it on record again. I'm one of those Democrats, because I'm a Democrat now, that do, does believe that the Russians did try to interfere in the 2016 election. They had some limited ex, limited success... But they are not the reason that Hillary Clinton lost that camp, lost that election. Don't try to remove the responsibility Hillary Clinton had in her own campaign and her absolute refusal to do what it took to win, and, and and don't absolve her from that and try to blame it on some guy behind a computer. It doesn't work that way. Let me ask you this: Did you try to flag the comment? As inappropriate, or try to get the person banned. I did. I didn't know how to do that, but apparently the poster could. The poster read my comment and said, "Hey, I'm the original poster. I agree with you 100. percent I reported the guy. So apparently he could. I didn't see anything where I could report the comment, but apparently he could, and he did. Hmm. Interesting. He, he or she. So. I mean, my suggestion to you would be, you know, track down Neighbor 22 because, I mean, I'm sure, you know, their system is really insecure, root riddled with security holes. You could easily de-anonymize the person and then there's going to be a video somewhere posting your community from a ring camera of somebody putting a, with a mask, putting a flaming bag of dog shit on somebody's doorstep. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> What got me arrested? The ring. <laughs> Who's ring? Neighbor 22. <laughs> What's the whole point? I've never understood that. Like, you put you, you put the bag of dog shit, and, you know, you, you light it on fire because of the smell? No, the, the, the idea is you put the dog shit in the bag and you light it on fire, and the person's first reaction to seeing the fire is going to be to stamp it out. And they're going to stamp their foot into some shit. Assuming they're wearing shoes. That's the thought behind that. Okay, so trying to, you're trying to poopify them, basically. Exactly. So. Interesting. Do people still do that? Or is this, that just an old cliche from 50 years I've, ago? Like, do I've, people actually... I've never known anybody to do that. I mean, I'm sure it's been done. Neither have I. I've never known anybody to do it, so. Oh. Uh, so. Sounds like we have some homework for you. Want me to go light some dog shit on fire? Um, like a, maybe a controlled burn. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. Yeah, there's there's trolls everywhere. Um, there's there's no quote unquote safe space anywhere on the internet. And uh, you know, people, if you're if, well, you, got... if you are a troll, if you spend your time trolling people on the internet, um, go fuck yourself. Really, I mean, you you serve no purpose in this world. 
You could be removed. So you, like you could disappear tomorrow and nobody would miss you. I, uh, for the first time, got into it with somebody on Twitter because I, one of my jokes apparently really offended a Woody Allen fan, and she was really pissed. And I, instead of getting into arguments, all I would do was just bait her with another funny comment. Like no matter what she said, I just like made a joke. Like I wouldn't ever respond negative. Like she best, said, "That's the best way to do it." She's like, "Is that how you spend your time on the internet? Is that how you advertise your show?" I was like, "Well, that's skywriting." She's like, "Well, no wonder why you have only six listeners." And I was like, "But I was like, I thought about it. I wanted to get in an argument, and I was like, no. I was like, I was like, but you know, considering how fast you respond to my post, it seems like we have seven. <laughs> Or it was followers. She's like, you only have six followers. So uh, and, she, and then like that ended it. She like didn't want to put it. Like it was just how much, how many more jokes could I write at her expense and not acknowledge her negativity? You know. What did you say about Woody Allen that pissed her off so bad? So, what I like to do is combine news stories into a joke. And on the same day <clears throat> that Jeff Goldblum was kind of defending Woody Allen, there was this weird technical glitch where people were getting people who sent text messages on valentine's day we're getting them like six months later the, the recipients were getting them six months later huh. so like there were some all these all these text messages queued up and like somebody's like so like six months later or, or months later like they would suddenly get like a happy valentine's day text and so my joke was <clears throat> excuse me i'm getting a horse was i bet you woody allen get a delayed um happy valentine's day from jeff goldblum something like that something innocent right but combining the stories that was it. That was it. Basically really? saying that Jeff Goldblum was kissing, you know, is in love with Woody Allen, and also combining with that weird story about the text messages. That's it. Wow, that's pretty innocuous for... And she got so offended, and then I, I looked at her history, and I saw all these tweets about how Woody Allen's a genius, and Annie Hall's just a masterpiece, and I'm like, okay, well... Fuck Ooh. Annie Hall. So, hey, Annie Hall is great. I saw it for the first Fucking time. Fucking Rob Star years Wars. Ro Annie Hall can go fuck itself. Uh, yeah, if Woody okay, Allen does. doesn't fuck it first. Actually, it's older than 18, so Woody Allen's not going to fuck it. But Ouch. It's a really funny movie, though. I was really impressed. Yeah, fuck it. The cocaine scene's funny. But, Everything uh, else is garbage. <laughs> come on, the Christopher Walken scene? It beat Star Wars in 1977. I'm, not, I'm never going to warm up to Annie Hall. So. Uh, too soon? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so what do we got here? I'm going to stop for a second, and I'll probably edit this out. I have to clear my throat real quick. Ah, a little bit better? I'm starting yeah. to get really hoarse. Yeah, you're I don't know what happened. You're, now I'm getting hoarse. Oh, my God. It's we got coronavirus. We got coronavirus. Ah! No. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're getting okay, hoarse. And we're we're going to wrap mm -hmm. it up uh, here soon. I know you got a couple things. I'll do my last segment. Uh, our celebrity deaths. Um I, I, oh yeah, I, segments right. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna do some quick segments. Let me you, let's do some a quick in memoriam, and then uh, we'll I'll close with our two segments. So go ahead. Okay, so you want me to just read off a list uh, quickly of some people that passed away? Yeah, because I have like I have like no idea anybody okay. who died. I don't okay. have any of this. So go ahead. So so real quickly, uh, since the last podcast, here are some people that passed away. Obviously, we mentioned Kobe Bryant. That was horrible. Kirk Douglas, uh, of. of Hollywood legend. Uh, and yeah, fuck. fuck him. He 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 supposedly raped Natalie Wood. Man, I, fuck I, him. I didn't know that until I saw his that thing in his death, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. That's the first time I heard about it. So, and, really, yeah, I I'd never heard that story until then. Um, some 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 funny funny men died. Uh, we lost uh, Orson Bean. Uh, we lost Buck Henry, and we lost Monty Python's Terry Jones. Yes, Terry Jones, big one. Yeah. Um, 
We lost Wild Wild West. Robert Conrad passed away. Don't care. Next. I liked that show. It was good. Uh, we never saw it. You never watched? Oh, fuck you. You don't know anything. Uh, uh, Jim Lear of the Lear Report. He passed away. Um, uh, yeah, right, right, right. He's like, he was one of the like the debate moderators. Yeah, yeah, PBS. He he did PBS newscasts yeah. for like years. Um, a giant. Uh, one of the greatest drummers in rock and roll, Neil Peart from Rush. He passed yes. away. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Nakahara uh, passed away. She was the nurse on Mash. I put that out there. Cause right, I saw that. Big Mash fan, so I wanted to include her. I, no, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I didn't realize until I was doing the research today for the show. Uh, Former uh, All-Pro defensive end and Hall of Famer Chris Dolman from the Minnesota Vikings passed away. I did not realize that. No idea. Completely missed it. Uh, but if you're into football, you know that. Um, uh, Janae Dubois, who was on Good Times and did the theme song for the Jeffersons, uh, co-wrote it and uh, sang it. She passed away. Um, yes. Uh, Catherine Johnson, uh, the NASA mathematician, which they based the movie Hidden right, Figures. Right, right, right. Hidden Figures, yeah. Uh-huh. So she was like 102 or something. Yeah, she was up there. Uh, Larry wow. Larry Tesler, uh, this might interest you. He invented the copy and paste function. Uh, he passed. away. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and like uh, the search function as well. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah, uh, it doesn't interest me. One that I saw today, Kazuhisha Hashimoto passed away. Uh, he worked at Konami. Uh, and if you don't know what he did, it's left, right, left, right, B A. Oh wait, no, left, right, left, right, up, down, B A. The Konami code. He created that. You remember the Konami code, right? Uh, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. How old are you, man? Your age. You didn't play the what? Konami games, like Contra and stuff like that. There was the code that would always give you extra lives that you did at the beginning of the game. Is this like console or... It was Nintendo. It was Yeah, it was Nintendo 8-bit. You mean he invented like the uh, the, he invented cheat, the, the cheat, the cheat the code? Hit, yes, the cheat, the, code. the cheat code. The Konami, It was called oh. the Konami code. Yes. Oh, the cheat! He invented the cheat code. That's yes. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yes, it was the Konami code. He friggin' invented it. So it was kind of cool. It was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A start. That was the code. So. Who else is that? It is that all for in nope. memoriam? Nope. Well, there's one last one. Because not only was he the president of the hair club for men, he was also. Oh. Cy Sperling. We lost Spy Cy yes. Sperling, yes. I wrote what I thought was a really funny joke on Twitter. Did you see that? No, I missed it. I haven't been on Twitter in a couple days. What, 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 what did it say? Since I'm, since I'm allowed to discuss things from Twitter, I found a picture of a desert with a single rectangular square of green grass, like a single piece of sod, and I said, this is where he was buried. Oh, God. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> But it's funny, right? Because it's like you know a bald head with a toupee. Yeah, yeah what's like, that? Not bad. Not I, bad. I, I, I really I really like that joke. Not bad at all. So. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's our in memoriam uh, for this month or past couple right. months actually. So, if so, we miss anybody, uh, I'm sorry. This was a quick list I threw together today. So. So uh, I'm just gonna throw out a quick Asian domination segment. Uh, this is just the the never ending story of the genetically modified twins so we, we've covered this this particular story like seven or eight times because it kept the story that just would not die okay uh and i, I don't even remember all the different twists and turns but the bottom line is like uh, a chinese scientist uh was a little naughty a while ago and he used 
genetic editing to create the first genetically modified uh, human babies, and he brought them to term, and they were born. So these twin girls were born, and they were genetically modified by him. That had never been done before. And he did it to supposedly give them a, a change so that they'd be more resistant to HIV. And then the story kept growing, it kept going and going, because it turns out that... Uh, then, then the next story was... It turns out the change he gave them might have accidentally made them super babies and given them extra intelligence. And the next story was... Um, the change also might have shortened their lifespan. Uh, and then there was a couple more twists and turns. But the latest, that I can't remember, but the latest one is, finally, he was sentenced to three years in jail in China for his, for his actions. Wow. Actually, actually, the twi- one of the twists and turns, it turns out he did it again. There was like a third baby. Oh, or maybe he didn't do it. But it turns out there was like a third CRISPR baby, not necessarily done by him, but maybe done by him. The, sto- the story that would not go away. And then, okay, so the, the, the fi- hopefully the final entry to the story of the Asian dom- domination is the Chinese scientist who was flat out fucking thrown in prison for three years for his actions. Wow. What if these babies are immune to coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, well, that'd be interesting. Yeah. If they're the key to a vaccination. If somehow we accidentally save society. Then do you let him out? <laughs> no, because if he was a doctor... Ooh, this sort of uh, ties back into our in memoriam. If he was a doctor in China who tried to help fight the coronavirus, then he would have been He'd be fucked, yeah. silenced, and repressed. Yeah. And so I think, finally, that that's somebody we did not mention in this in memoriam. Dr. Wien Lee... Uh, I need to look up his name. Yes, the, he was the doctor that first announced the coronavirus, correct? Uh, I'm going to look it up, because it's worth mentioning his name. Uh, okay, he's the guy who discovered it in, an ophthalmologist who tried to warn, he tried to get the word out. Dr. Doctor Lee, Dr. Doctor Lee Wenliang, bonafide hero, you know, heroes are average people, mm-hmm. and... You know, this in memoriam is dedicated to him, who, just a, a you know a my a humble ophthalmologist who discovered this and tried to get the word out, tried to warn people what was going on, and the, he was smacked down by the police for disrupting Chinese society, and then exonerated, ultimately exonerated by the Chinese like supreme their version of the Supreme Court, basically said the police fucked up, and after all this, he, he you know became some of a. Um, had some notoriety for all these legal troubles, and then he ended up passing away from the coronavirus. He's a goddamn hero, and we dedicate the in memoriam to him. Absolutely. Now, do you think he really passed away from coronavirus, or do you think something else untoward happened to him? No, I mean, considering that the the central government basically exonerated him and said that he was right, I I think he was was doing what he did. He was, uh, you know, trying to use his medical skills to, to help yeah. vic, you know, victims of the virus. And, he, and you know, he was on the front lines, and he got cut down yep. in, his, his, in his prime, you know? Uh, so anyway, so that I think that ends our in memoriam. And also, anyway, so and, and that was our Asian domination segment about how that doctor, I can't remember the, the other guy, the, the, the CRISPR doctor who has been thrown in prison. And you know what? With the coronavirus stuff going on, that is not a nice place to be because there's been massive outbreaks of coronavirus in uh, Chinese prisons. I'm sure there is, yeah. Anyway, so, so that's pretty much it. Um, 
Let's just and let's wrap it up. We're coming on like uh, coming up on an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, give or take. So, so let's close things out. Let's do a quick trending topic. Make it make it a little lighthearted. So, you want to go ahead and do a trending topic? Yeah, let me go ahead and open up the whole tweeter phone here and see what is on uh, trending topics right now. Uh, the first one. Oh, that's a promoted one. The first trending topic is Pence. President Trump puts vice. President Pence in charge of the U.S. response. Uh, I'm staying away from TV shows. Uh, CNN Town Hall in South Carolina. Uh, Coronavirus USA. Uh, Dionne Warwick for some reason. Dionne Warwick die? Because uh, she's trending. Oh, no, she was on The Mass Singer. I don't give a fuck. Um, Uh, Solano County, California has a new case of coronavirus. Uh, more TV. There's really not a whole lot trending. So we've talked about it, but let's just let's close it out with some coronavirus. So maybe I can make it uh, like another interesting one to talk about. So I, I say coronavirus. Um, is it coronavirus? Coronavirus USA? I see coronavirus. I'm looking. I see coronavirus USA is trending. Uh, that, yeah, that's what I saw. Oh, I just found two new uh, two in memoriams. Uh, suspense novelist Clive Cussler died today. And, no idea. Uh, he wrote books. I didn't read them. Uh, and then Maisie Star co-founder Dave Robach has died as well. So I don't know if you know Maisie Star. They had that one song, Fade Into You. Mazzy Star, dude. Yeah, whatever. Is it Mazzy? Yeah, Fade Into You. Yeah. Mazzy Star, Fade Into You. So. That- yes, I do know. <laughs> So, all right. So I'm gonna suggest. I don't fade into you. That's all I know. So (laughs) that's all I know too. It's really. I remember that song. I think I I actually have that album. Back in the day, when the only way you could get a song, I bought that CD. That whole that Uh, album. Ah, there you go. Okay, so I want to talk about coronavirus, and I'll I'll be more specific in a second. But right now, I have to tweet. Okay, live in the air, recording episode thirty-six, discussing the hashtag. Coronavirus uh, outbreak in the trending topics trending topic segment hashtag coronavirus USA and hashtag coronavirus US okay and normally I put a my my little like rules, my little tricks I've learned over the over the months of like if you post a photo, maybe you're more likely to get some attention. Mm-hmm. If you post a photo with your tweet, but I'm in the sake of for the sake of expediency, I'll just skip it. I'll say so. Do you do you agree that we're going to talk about the coronavirus? I'm in full agreement with the coronavirus. Just okay, don't make so, a dumb beer joke because those are overdone. So I'm not going to make a dumb beer joke. Okay. La- okay. Live on the air, recording episode 36, discussing the. Coronavirus outbreak in the trending topic segment. Hashtag coronavirus USA. Hashtag coronavirus US. And send. Okay, so this is how I want to end it. I want to end it with coronavirus predictions. Okay, so predictions about the US. I want to know how long do you think, okay, if and when that the US is going to be overrun by coronavirus. Do you have any predictions? Uh, no, I don't have any predictions. Uh, okay, I'll make a prediction. Take a guess. Uh, Take a guess. What, what do you mean by overrun? Like, uh, uh more, I mean, more, flat out, 
More more than a thousand cases, more than ten thousand cases. What's our? Threshold? I mean, community community transmission. I mean, it's gone out of control. It's now spreading unchecked in the community, and and people and there's a good chance uh, that uh, to the point to where the, there's a good chance that you or someone you know has has it or has been sick with it. That doesn't that, necessarily have to be, be us personally affected, but it's the idea that it's it's on a sustained community transmission. In the U.S., could be could be in one city, could be in oh sustained transmission in some middle of nowhere Dubuque, Dubuque, Iowa. Three weeks. They three weeks. Wow, you say three weeks. I'm saying three weeks. I'm saying by by St. Patrick's Day. So, are we are we going by prices right rules? Where if I say two weeks and six days. That means because like if in Price is Right, you if you go over you lose. So like you always want like go like one less. So like I basically well because then you'll you'll have everything. It'll be like over under, and you'll have three weeks and greater, and I'll have under three weeks. I'm you know what, I'm willing to take under three weeks. If you've drawn the line in the sand and said in three weeks, I'll I, say I, it'll I be said, less I than three Patrick's weeks. Day, which is actually a little bit more than Okay. Okay. Twenty fifth. Is what twenty 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 six. Twenty six. So that means there's it's leap year. So we'll count. Yeah, three days. That's almost exactly three weeks. Yeah, that's yeah, three weeks. Three weeks works. Okay. So does that mean that if I say do you want to do under over? Where like I'll do less sooner than St. Patrick's Day, and you'll do St. Patrick's Day or later? Is that what we're doing here? How about how about this? How about this? St. Patrick's Day. Do you want I, the over the under? I I I put St. Patrick's Day as as. I'm gonna say, okay, I'll do you want I'll, the? I'll do the under. I'll do the under St. Patrick's. You want Day. the under? Yeah. Okay, so you want the under. So we'll say St. Patrick's Day, and you say you want the under. You're gonna say at no later than St. Patrick's Day, uh, and then how how are we defining the terms like sustained community transmission in the U.S. Could be one small town, but sustained sustained community transmission in the U.S. Kind of like what's going on in Italy, and like the north of Italy, or in some parts of South Korea where there's like sustained community transmission. Yeah, I, I'll I will say, yeah, I will say by St. Patrick's Day, I'll take the under. So within three weeks, we will have sustained community transmission, which I don't know exactly what the the number that will be, but I, I will I would say that it would probably look like uh, multiple reported cases in many states, if not all. Um, with or without, like, massive quarantines. And I think quarantines take a little bit longer. But so. well, now, so for example, there was, like, for example, let me throw this out, because, like, there was a super spreader who came back from China, and he was in, he hung out in a Swiss chalet, did you see the story? He hung out in a Swiss chalet for, like, for, like, a weekend or a week, and he infected, like, everybody he came into contact with, then he came back into England, and they, he quarantined, and they, then they tracked down. Those people who came in contact with and quarantined them. So, will that count as a sustained transmission? Because that was like a limited spread, and it wasn't a sustained spread. It was like he infected ten people, then that was that. So that like that case wouldn't count. Like one person infecting ten people has to be like, like out of control. Like, like again, it's just, it's, it's more than just an isolated incident. It's like it's like a town is fucked. I think I have a better question, a, a better bet, whether you know, about uh-huh. this. Here's here's the bet. 
The bet is, will Donald Trump suspend elections because of pandemic? See, I, that thought actually crossed my mind. <laughs> that would he try to use that to declare some sort of uh, uh-huh. emergency? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> but now the but see the thing is it's up to the states to uh, manage the elections. Every state manages their own elections. There's no the only time I can think of is like like sometimes the court system comes in and rules like that certain activities are unconstitutional, like you know voter vo- violating voter voter rights, things like that. But like it's, each state runs their own election. So how can he? And then obviously Bush v. Gore, where they came in and they stopped the recount. Right. But can the government suspend elections? I don't know. Or will the states suspend elections? Or will the states, the swing states run by Republicans, suspend elections? Uh, I'm I'm actually looking it up right now. Look, I'm not worried about any of this. Mike Pence is on the job. Okay. Mike good. Pence is heading up the effort, so I am not worrying at all. Um. So anyways, St. Patrick's Day, I have the over, you have the under, and have we sufficiently talked about this trending topic where we can wrap things up and talk about our sponsors? Yes, I think so. So I, I said... Or any other, any other fun, any other funny angles, any other, any other ha-ha you want to get out of the coronavirus? No, I think we're good. I, I think we're good. I think we get all the funny we can out of the coronavirus, because all right, not that funny. Which is now COVID-19, right? It's technically COVID-19. COVID-19, Okay. So what did it? What, I'm not worried. What did the, what, what did you tweet? Did you tweet anything? Yeah, I already. Where were you? I already did the and okay. send. And send. Okay. I just I just announced we're talking about it for a trending topic. Okay. Now again, we don't have to worry, folks. This is just the common cold. There's nothing to worry about. Said Rush Limbaugh on his radio show. That, <laughs> that stupid fuck. I can't believe I'm rooting for lung cancer. Uh yeah. He has nothing to lose. He is old and sick, and he is just nothing to lose. I don't. I don't know. You know. Maybe it just maybe maybe somehow, somehow, sending poison over the airwaves somehow slows the spread of cancer. Who right. who knows? Right. <sighs> but uh, that's it, man. That's it. Okay. Uh, close up the old trending topic mailbag. Okay. And uh, St. Patty say not real. This is sort of a gentleman's bet because like we're not. There's no stakes or anything, is there? Right. No, no, because, again, we don't have a, it's still, there's some vagary behind what what it means and what the definition is, you know, as far as numbers and stuff like that. But I think we'll just kind of recognize it as we see it, you know, so we can acknowledge, yeah, that, 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 that counts as a, a severe outbreak or that's, you know, still quite met that threshold yet, so. And, uh. So that's it. So let's just wrap it up. Okay. Who we, we have to thank our pretend sponsors who if it wasn't for them we could not bring this uh, show to our listener. So who's some of our sponsors? Uh, obviously Corona of course, I don't know how Corona beer is not a sponsor of the Corona outbreak. I mean that's just a synergy synergy, a marketing synergy <laughs> Those right <poor> there. Bastards. <laughs> Jesus. I made some comment about um, this reminds me of the the, the whole do you remember the diet candy from the 1980s? I think we've AIDS. talked about that. AIDS, yeah. The, AIDS, AIDS. Diet su- supplement that, that got financially ruined because of a, of a disease, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Um, okay, who else? Uh, um, uh, I, I mentioned the pens earlier, so Depends undergarments. So get back into life with the pens. 
Um, dust masks. Obviously, dust Disney. masks. Disney. Oh, Disney's always dust a masks. 3M's, well, th- you know, 3M desk masks yeah, specifically. There you go. Of course, Disney, but Disney, who uh, whose CEO just uh, quit, resigned, got fired, whatever. New, Bob Iger just stepped in. New CEO is Baby Yoda, so. Nice. Anyway, so uh, obviously Disney. Uh, oh, shit. HBO. I for- totally forgot to mention this when we were talking about it, but um, Westworld's coming in a couple weeks. Ooh. And I already mentioned, old- so Netflix, I was going to say, Nef- oh, Netflix. Because uh, Altered Carbon comes out tomorrow. Mm. So basically streaming television. <laughs> yeah, streaming television. And the OA. Don't forget the OA if you have to watch. This is, our job is to find the really good stuff for you. The OA mm-hmm. and Altered Carbon Season 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? This show's been brought to you by uh, Death and Destruction and Mayhem and Pain and Suffering, Human Pain and Suffering. And uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Bain Capital. Bain Capital. Bain Capital. Vulture Capitalism at its finest. So, we didn't really talk about any products. Any like, oh, I ate this. You talked. To, oh, oh, of course, Ring. There you go. Uh, Amazon uh, Ring, right? Amazon Ring, of course. There you go. We're watching. Uh, We're always watching. Yeah, and listening. <laughs> and listening. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, here I have to throw this out because. Um, it'll irritate Rich to no end that we will not end the show, but um, my wife works works from home, and she um, works in the basement, and she's constantly bugging me to, like, if I come downstairs occasionally, like, to heat up her tea, or, like, maybe when I'm getting ready in the morning and I come downstairs, she asks me to heat up her tea, and I was like, why don't you get a microwave for the basement? And then I, I've taken the joke further. I'm just like, just use the microwave. There's no microwave. I just keep to use the microwave. And I told her that one day she's just going to come back um, c- c- come down to the basement, and she's just gonna find a microwave there. And just as a lark, I'm like looking around for a cheap microwave. And Amazon, there's an Amazon Basics microwave for like fifty bucks that works with Alexa. You can have an Alexa wow. microwave. Really? I'm gonna go get one. You pair. You have to. You have to have it with a dot. You have to have like a device, like the Echo or the Echo Dot. Okay. But you can pair your. Amazon microwave with a dot and do voice commands for your microwave. Uh, I have I have the device because the ring that I bought comes with the little screen, the home screen that you put in and connect it to. So, oh, there, you go. so there you go. Amazon microwave. There you go. The, my daughters love making Alexa fart, so it's awesome. That's worth giving up for privacy. Absolutely. 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 Uh, internet trolls, Russian trolls. You do realize that um, if you participate in the online community in any way, shape, or form, you don't need Alexa to lose your privacy. It's already gone. Yeah, but when you bring listening and re- recording devices and a vi- you know video recording devices into your home that's directly hooked up to the largest, what, the most valuable company in the history of the world, is, is it Amazon or Apple? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The, that, there's no way that, that they're going to watch the front of my home without the device on it. No, there's no there's no car with a fucking bubble with Google on the side going around recording the front of the houses everywhere anyway. That's once every five years. You're right. They that the car is only once every five years. They've got the drones in the air that already see it, so how do you think that Google Street View works? Do you think they just Go up and down the same street once a every street once a week. How do you think that works? Uh, there's a guy that does it in my street. I think he's a little weird, but maybe you're saying that's not the way they're supposed to do it. So you might be confusing Google Street View with just some like really weird neighborhood guy who's just constantly driving up down the street. He's like, already and he's always 
Camp Town Racers. What the hell is that about? Is he playing it or singing it? <laughs> oh, it's the ice cream truck. I'm messing it up with the ice cream truck. That's what I'm doing. Oh, uh, okay. So the the ring is pointed. The 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 recording is. You realize it's not faced into my house, right? It's like facing the outside, the street. Well, why is that okay? Because I so want to see... they're tracking your comings and goings. Cool, fine. You don't think they're doing that already? Oh, they're doing that already, but now you're making it one, one, uh, one bit easier. Now there's another way. Yeah, oh... Yeah, th- do you have location device uh, on your cell phone ever? Well, I mean, just the fact that I have a cell phone means I'm being tracked yeah, 24-7. Yeah, exactly. Your comings and goings are tracked anyway. I have... I So what I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't see how I've given up any more privacy than we've all given up by participating in this internet revolution. See, I'm not worried so much about the surveillance state so much as the surveillance wife. That really makes... That's ah, what I have to worry about. Now we're getting at the kernel, the truth of the problem here. Okay. Okay. If I, if I like, drop the kid off at school and then come home and I take five minutes too long, she's like, what are you doing? Did you stop at Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, yeah, you, Did you stop at Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. You're supposed to come straight. We're trying to, We're on a budget. Don't stop by Dunkin' Donuts. Come right home. You're taking too long. You stopped at Dunkin' Donuts. By the way, that's another pretend sponsor, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> funny, so like she's I'm like <sighs> funny story is that when we first got the device like the first night my my wife and kids got home from school I'm like oh I'm gonna surprise them so I talk through the ring you know I talk to them as they're walking in through the the device because I could do it over my phone uh-huh. I, I'm 150 miles away and I'm talking to them and the girls think it's great the kids think it's it's awesome and my wife's not looking very happy I'm like what's wrong you okay she's like yeah this is kind of creepy. And I'm like, oh, sorry. And I've never done it again. <laughs> uh, next time when it's just her, be like, when she comes up, say like, hi, what are you wearing? <laughs> Do you like scary movies? <laughs> oh. I was, uh, so, yeah. Do you want to see something scary? All right. I know. What was the line from Dreamscape? I know, it's, I know something that really scares you. <laughs> he has his father's eyes. Oh, wait, that was the... Uh, Rosemary's baby. Uh, all right, we promised to wrap this up. Let's not lose our only all right, listener. That's it. So. <laughs> all right, so that's it. Unless you can think of any more sponsors. No, we're Obviously good. Obviously, ring. We're good. So. The food products. Uh, lima beans. Yeah, lima beans. <laughs> I don't want free lima beans. Like, I never you know, like, want like lima beans. Libby's or what's a fucking green giant lima beans? I don't know. Del Monte. I don't fucking know. They're all awful. Lima beans are the devil's legume. They're terrible. Yeah, they're awful. And they try to sneak them into, like, gumbos. Ugh. I, I did have a discussion the other day. God, we're never going to end this podcast. I did have a discussion <laughs> the other day with, with the wife, and I was trying to figure out what the worst food in the world, and I've always thought it was lima beans. But for me, I've had to rethink it. I think that the worst food in the world is not lima beans. It's coconut, because I hate coconut. Uh, oh, my God. I hate coconut, but why is coconut worse than lima beans? On the surface, it's not. Lima beans taste worse than coconut. But the problem is lima beans exist on themselves. Coconut takes perfectly good dessert and ruins it. So coconut ruins good things. That makes it worse. 
I mean, but I don't know that a lot of people share that opinion. I think way more people hate lima beans than coconut. If that was the case, but, but, you would see like but, coconut. You would see lima bean flavored rum and lima bean like candies and well, shit. A, like, you don't see that. You see I, coconut. I mean, and everything. You don't see vegetable flavored candies. It's comparing the two, as far as candies go, that's it's, stop you, using logic against my argument. <laughs> But what I'm saying is lima beans are awful, but they're awful in their own existence. You can excise them from pretty much everything and not notice the difference. But coconut is used in things like rum and chocolate cake. And how do you ruin rum and chocolate cake? Those are like two of the best things in the world. Well, you ruin it by adding Hold coconut. Hold on a second. You're telling me that you wouldn't drink coconut rum? I would probably drink coconut rum, but I would look for the regular ah. rum first. I would ah, be upset there's only coconut. Okay, here's my homework to you. I want you to make me some lima bean flavored rub. <laughs> and by and by the way, we have a title for our podcast. Lima bean lima bean flavored rub. It only took to the very end, but here we go. <laughs> oh, went right down to the wire. It's food based lima bean flavored rum. Fuck! I swear to God, Peter Jackson directs these podcasts. They never fucking <laughs> end. All right, man. That's it. That's it. It's been fun and. Till till next year. <laughs> till till our next quarterly podcast. This is Darren. Yes, and this is Ted. And you've been listening to What About Now? Podcast approaching in. Ah, no. Go. No. She doesn't understand. She's like, she wants to sit by me. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to edit this out. Hold on. <laughs> Hi. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Sit. Sit, Ubu, sit. She keeps wanting to sit right next, like settle down on the ottoman, like right next to the recorder. I'm trying to get her to settle down on the other side of the room. Okay. There we go. Okay. I think she's fine. Don't you dare. She's like, I don't understand. And that's all we have time for, folks. Thank you for joining us on our quarterly episode of What About Now? <laughs> No, this is all getting edited out. All right, so where were we? <laughs> yeah, the first one was cute. This one is just, yeah, it's just screeching halt. So, okay. Um...